an SEC West juggernaut? Arkansas, the SEC West juggernaut! Thompson Robinson pulls it this time. Rising with some confusion, just keeps it, and there, he's still going, rising, breaks free, and goes all the way to the end zone, wow! Haskins with lots of room. Another preview here. Uh, we got Arkansas on the clock this week, or well, today. And uh, yeah, I, I, this is a really good team, honestly. I'm, I'm extremely, yeah. I'm, my my expectations have grown higher and higher the more I've looked into this team. And even just today, going through some more research, continues to grow. So I'm really excited to get to talk about these guys. And I think they're they're in for a really solid season. I do too. But, uh, I think we this could be very... We could be wildly off with everybody's predictions on this team. I don't get that feeling though, just by what you said, Tyler. I think I think we're pretty lockstep with what we might have for this team. I think so. I think so. I, I think we'll be somewhat around the same ballpark. I don't I don't know that we're gonna be no, as close to the same as what we were before. I do apologize. I'm sitting here trying to fix all my picks here. So uh, he he finally got into the problem that Cam and I had had with playoff predictors. Where yeah, I mean, all what a his mess, progress man. I, that sucks. It's ridiculous, dude. I mean, that now you know what we were it, complaining about. It really you know, pissed me off. It pissed me off too. All right. Well, anyways, well, let's get into this team real quick. I mean, we obviously start with with the elephants in the room. KJ Jefferson's back. They bring in some solid receivers in the transfer portal from Oklahoma. They have Raheem Sanders who we could argue that he may be the best running back they've had since Darren McFadden was there. I think that's a, an a argument solid that argument. Could be had. Yeah. And he was only a freshman last year. I think going into this year, he's going to be good. I believe Dom, Dominic John, Dominique Johnson will be also getting some playing time, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I'm overall, this is... That far, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not right, well, I'm trying to look. I, I wanted to look and make sure I had their, their stats right, and maybe I'm, I'm wrong on who they had. At running back well, last year. Raheem Sanders. Sorry, I was good. thinking he Trey Smith. Or no, yeah, yeah. Dominique Johnson had 500 yards last year. They had a trio that all yeah. had over about three or four hundred yards, and they had both a trio of those that guys were, all were over part of it. Yards. You just said Traylon Smith, Darren McFadden, Johnson. They've had good running backs for years. I mean, I think of Alex Collins and uh, what was yeah. that other dude's name, but specifically Alex Collins, probably the best running back we've seen since uh, McFadden and uh, Hillis as well, of course. Uh, same and Felix team. Jones is also on that team, yeah. Felix yeah, I'm, Jones, go, yeah, yeah. I'm, going, I'm going above Alex Collins. I'm going straight to Darren McFadden. I mean, where's not only does he wear the same number, but he, he plays really well. And I think that, yeah, he split, time, he split time with three different guys. Yeah. Now it's going to be him and Dominique Johnson. I think that, that allows for him to step forward and continue to continue to build off of what was a really solid year last year. And again, when you have three running backs over 500 yards a piece, 
I mean, that's 1,500 yards rushing, and not to count the other 600 yards that K.J. Jefferson. They were looking closer to 22, 2,300 yards rushing on the year last year. This is a team that obviously we know what Sam Pittman is. We know what kind of coach he is. He wants a team that wins in the trenches. And it showed. I mean, you don't get over 2,500 yards rushing as a team without something like that. And then let's not forget, he also they also had 2,600 yards passing uh, from K.J. Jefferson, 21 touchdowns, four picks. This is a solid team this year. And they bring in, again, uh, Jaden Hazelwood, uh, Jaquay and Crawford from from Oklahoma. And I think – I just think this is a very solid team. And then we don't haven't even talked about their defense, which is going to be led once again this year by Jalen Catalan. This is going to yeah. be this is going to be a fun team to watch. I'm I'm excited. It's going to be a very good team. The funny hey. they're not the funny but scary stat that I came up with, you know, this team was less about 40 yards away from rushing for 3000 yards last year as a team. When is the last time we've seen a team run for that many yards outside of a service academy school? I mean, it's just not done in this level of college football anymore, especially not in the SEC that's gone to, you know, the, the spread formation. And, you know, you don't you just don't see a, a lot of teams that run for that many yards over the course of a season anymore. Sorry, Colin. No, it's fine. I mean, their leading rusher last year was K.J. Jefferson, which can be mm. somewhat concerning. But when you're talking about a – like trio of running backs who all went over 500 yards. I mean, about 1,600 yards, a little bit more than that, between the three running backs. And then when you add in what K.J. Jefferson was able to add to the run game, I'm not sure if they're going to ask K.J. Jefferson to run it as much. I think they're maybe going to lean on the throw game a little bit. We all know Kendall Bryles likes to sling that rock, but they really only had Traylon Burks. I feel like now they got a little bit more uh, depth, but that depth goes to Warren Thompson taking another step forward as an experienced player who was the second leading receiver last year. Jaden Hazelwood coming in, and then Keetron Jackson Jr. needs yeah. to step up. Also, Trey Knox there at tight end, and Henry Hudson, or Hudson Henry, Henry Hudson, Hudson Henry as well. So this offense is going to be very interesting, very exciting, and experienced offensive line is what caps it. And like Tyler said. With Sam Pittman as the head coach, you got to think that they're going to have great offensive line play. And just everything you put together, this Arkansas team seems like a very, very potent offense if their yeah. ceiling is met. Yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, I've seen Keetron Jackson when he was still in high school his senior year uh, against the team that I broadcast for. He's got the stud potential. And if they're using him as a as a third slot, like in the slot formation, yeah. if he steps up and has as big a year as he could have, he could be not necessarily. I'm not making this comparison. He he's got the the talent that he could be utilized like Jackson Smith and Jigba in Ohio State in that third slot last year. This is that's the kind of you know yards and, and receptions I could see. If, if they you know Whoa. if they utilize him more in this offense this year, and I think they will because he he was in every game last year as a freshman for, for Arkansas. I think he's going to be a big part of the offense. Yeah, but you are also talking about a dude who last year had only five receptions. He had a lot of big plays, but five that's receptions. That's he's going to step up this uh, year. Yeah, for sure. So, I, I'm right there. I don't know about 1,600 yards, though. 
Yeah. I didn't say necessarily sixteen hundred, but he could put himself, you know, on that kind of pace where he could yeah, get there and, by his junior year. Yeah, and I'll I'll say this, I'm right there with you guys. I definitely high on this Arkansas team. Um I like what they return offensively. Um and then defensively they return a lot of key pieces um to what was a very solid defense yeah last year so that that has a lot of potential right there <clears throat> sorry about that but it's it's overall a very exciting very 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 exciting team that has a ton of potential and a ton of upside to it at yeah. the same time though we've seen te- Arkansas teams before get this kind of hype and not necessarily live up to it. Yeah. Like and that's going to be the challenge for Sam yeah. Pittman this year it, it's, in year 3. It's a tough school to have success with. So like kudos. Yeah, but and I I I I I am definitely more on the optimistic side for them. I I'm just saying the elephant in the room that nobody necessarily wants to discuss, but nobody has. So a couple points off of what Cam had to say. First off, Tyler, what number is Arkansas in this in this ranking? Sixteen. Sixteen, right? Yeah. Does that really seem like it's overhyped? Uh, they were in my preseason top ten. I think I had them seven or eight. Or, or yeah, you or were you were 10. pretty pretty well up there, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's more so what I'm referencing because a lot of people have them there, top ten, borderline top ten. NCAA yeah. did this one like in June, I think it was May or June, and so this was months ago, before a lot of people hopped on the Wu Pig Sui hype train. Yeah, and but what I'm saying is national perspective from people I've talked about, a lot of people were surprised to see Arkansas up there. Um, now, I didn't really get too many mentions on my predictions that I posted in CFB Universe. Um, my full predictions, I'm completely done with all my predictions. So it's all there as far as my end of the season top 25 goes. Not spoiling anything because I'm definitely going to have a an entire show on that right before the week zero games kick off a little bit. Is of that, or, or we could talk about it all together after the week zero games as well. If you guys want to do the same thing, you guys run it through playoff predictors. I'm sure you guys can do something similar, but yeah. I digress. I mean, that's not really the point I'm going to make. I, I think the one thing that I can piggyback off of you, Cam, is in other years. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't even think about that. Um, in other years where Arkansas received a lot of hype, I don't ever remember Arkansas really having this much talent on roster. I mean, let's yeah. really dive in. They have the experience plus the talent. I mean, you're talking about transfers like Jaden Hazelwood coming over from Oklahoma on the offensive side. And then you go to the defensive side where I feel like the transfers are more prevalent. You're talking about Landon Jackson as a guy who's going to get playing time, but he's not going to be a starter. Dwight McLeathern, who's going to compete for a starting job, but he's likely not going to start either. And then you're also talking about guys like Drew Sanders, who come in from Alabama, who's maybe the best player on this entire defense, who only came in from Alabama because he was overshadowed 
by two of the best five defensive players in the entire country in Dallas Turner and, of course, the best player in college football, Will Anderson, Anderson Jr. And then you're also talking about returning production, like for starters, the quarterback, K.J. Jefferson. We already talked about the offense, but you're talking about Zach Williams, Eric Gregory, Bumper Pool, Ladarius Bishop, Jalen Catalan, as Tyler previously mentioned, Jaden Johnson. This team is as stacked on paper that an Arkansas team has had Probably since in my Southwest lifetime. Conference I'm day. not even going yeah. to go yeah, in my lifetime, ever since the 60s. And even, like, you, you can't really compare talent, but relative to time, relative to the era of college football, that's why I think in Arkansas. So you guys can definitely tell how I am leaning about this Arkansas Razorbacks team. And I will tell you a little bit at the end of the video what I think their ceiling is and what I think their floor is. Fair point. Fair enough. I guess, do we have anything else to add, or should we just go ahead and pop their schedule up on the screen? Yeah, we spent about long enough on that. I'll throw the schedule up here in just a second. Okay. Quick moment. All right. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, so they start off against Cincinnati. We've already talked about that game, so, I mean, I don't need to explain it too much. I think they're going to lose it. Or Sorry, what the hell am I writing? They're going to win. Sorry, I was just looking at the Cincinnati schedule. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to lose this game. Ah, okay. One more fucking time, all right? Take they're going to win this game. They're going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be a very close game, actually. I think Cincinnati's going to have a little bit of trouble. Ben Bryan, of course, returning to the program. Do they get right on track with him, or does it take a week or two? I don't know. I'm not really bought in either way. I think this is an a easy win for Arkansas at home. I've got Arkansas winning this game pretty easily as well. I think that it's just trying to figure out the, uh, you know, what Cincinnati is bringing back and who they are. This is the worst possible game they could get week one. I, you know, a lot of people talked about after last year, like you know, week one potential upsets. I, you know, this that's why they talk about you know in the preseason way too early because. Who, who is Cincinnati? And we, we won't know really until they get to the conference slate, I think, who Cincinnati really is. And, and so I don't think they should realistically expect to keep this one competitive. Yeah, yeah I'm right there with you guys. Um, I have this down as a Arkansas win. Um, I, I do like Cincinnati, but I just don't know what to expect out of them. I imagine they'll still be good. Fickle's done a good job recruiting and everything. So I do I, – I missed that episode. That's why I'm going a little more in-depth. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. Um, okay. But I, I do think that Cincinnati is going to have some growing pains, though. Yeah, I got a win here, and I don't really think it's going to be all that close. Like I said, there's a huge talent discrepancy there. Uh, Arkansas is just a lot more talented than Cincinnati is. Cincinnati's more of a developmental little project thing. And um, if Cincinnati's going to have another year where they absolutely go off, it'll be next year. It's not going to be two years from now because the Cincinnati coaching staff is just too good for that, even with who they replaced for guys that they lost in the coaching staff. So, yeah, give me uh, Arkansas in the win. That's all I got to say about Cincinnati. 
All right, they play South Carolina at home. I'm going to go with another win here. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch, a really good game. But ultimately, Arkansas defensively is going to be what makes this game, uh, what brings this game to them. Uh, I think we talked about earlier, well, maybe not earlier this season. I think we've talked amongst ourselves. Spencer Rattler was one of the best quarterbacks under pressure last year. I don't think it is going to happen in this game. I think he's going to have a lot of trouble uh, being comfortable. Again, this is an Arkansas defense, so I think can force a lot of turnovers, make a lot of plays. And then, of course, we talked about the offense, a lot of weapons. They can be as as as, as good at any, any side of the ball, throwing, running, whatever they want to do. They can be just as good at any of it. Uh, I got to win. We've talked about South Carolina, at least amongst ourselves, uh, and I think this being early enough in the schedule – this is going to be a win for Arkansas, especially at home. I think they've got more talent, and I expect South Carolina to get better as the season goes along. Uh, just not quite there in September. So give me Arkansas. Yeah. Um, I know that at least the three of us all agreed that um, South Carolina is a sleeper team there in the East. I don't know about sleeper. There's too many people talking about it to give them sleeper right now. But <laughs> they, well, they're we there. were talking about it earlier than everyone else. That's why I say it like that. But either way, I know that at least the three of three of us, and I think Colin was as well. He'll let us know in a second. Um, we all like this South Carolina team, but I'm like you guys. I have them adjusting to Spencer Rattler. I I think that Arkansas is going to be able to get pressure on him and force him into mistakes. And I have Pig Suey winning. I think there are three defenses that match up pretty well with Arkansas's offense. And I think South Carolina is truly one of those defenses, specifically with the strength being in that front seven. I think they're going to get some pressure on K.J. Jefferson. It's really going to force Kendall Bryles to be creative. I just think Kendall Bryles will be creative enough to go ahead and get this win. I think you're talking upper 20s, low 30s, but nothing egregious as far as stats. Um, but th- this this South Carolina team is also going to be able to kind of dink and dunk the ball a little bit down the field. The question is, can they sustain drives? I think the answer is going to be no here. I'm going to go like 27 to 22. Uh, Arkansas wins. I think this game's very close just because of the matchup potential, but I think just Arkansas is a better team. All right. We all got wins against Missouri State. I think I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement on that. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Um, So then we get Texas A&M, and this is a game where I've been back and forth, but I am going to give a loss here. I think that I think the Texas A&M has been coming to this game a little bit more prepared for for what Arkansas can do. They saw it last year. They got absolutely run through last year in this game, um, in the grand scheme of things. It, 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 the score was a lot closer than what it really was on the field. And I think A&M comes back with a lot of momentum. Again, we talked about Max Johnson. I got a lot of high hopes for Texas A&M and, and this offense. And even if it's not Max Johnson, um, we, we've – We've talked that the Whiteman's going to be able to get the job done too. So, uh, yeah, give me give me the Aggies in this one. Colin. Or can he? 
Dash, you okay. caught me at a bad time, dude. I was oh, picking up sorry. a DoorDash. Holy crap. Sorry, For those sorry. of you that don't know. Oh, well, we didn't hear it, so we don't have to care. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get right, back me, to you, Colin. BJ, BJ yeah. just All got right. Okay. I've been back and forth on this one, too. Uh, I think that it's prime spot in terms of looking ahead to this, you know, what's coming up next. And I think AM will get better as the year goes along. I've got Arkansas winning this game. I think Arkansas just has more talent. I, I think that they're going to be able to – their defense especially is going to be what's going to win them this game in, in AT&T. Um, and I think that they're going to be able to get pressure on Max Johnson and, and have make him have a bad day. And that's what's going to be their saving grace, even if the offense struggles a little bit to move the ball. And I don't, I don't know if I necessarily expect them to struggle. I think they're, they will get stopped, obviously. I don't expect it to be a blowout. But I've got uh, Arkansas making a couple more plays and winning this game. For goodness sakes, that's when you pick for me to go second – couldn't have given me more time. You couldn't have read my mind. My gosh. No, Sorry. But You're welcome. On a serious note, on a serious note with this Texas A&M team, I said one of three or three teams on this schedule, in my opinion, dude, would you freaking go? My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Green light and the dude's just sitting there or, or lady checking their freaking nails or something like that. I don't even know. Anyway, besides the point. Um, I, one of three teams that defensively match up pretty well with Arkansas on, on this entire schedule, and I think you guys can guess what the third team is. Um, what I think is going to happen, though, in this game is I think that we are really going to figure out what Evan Stewart, the true freshman wide receiver, is made of. I think this is going to be his first 100-yard game. I think he's going to be kind of disrespected in a big-time setting. And as a result of that, he's going to go off. Max Johnson going to be slinging the rock. But so I'm going to give it a loss for Arkansas. But the one thing I'll tell you is this is a huge game for Max Johnson's football career, basically the rest of his college career. Because if he struggles against an elite team like this, Connor Wigman's going to be breathing down his neck. I've heard amazing things about Connor Wigman throughout this offseason. Uh, from people at Texags and uh, just this coaching staff has been raving about him. So watch out for that. You've got to be careful going on Texas. Casey Smith doesn't even know who Connor Wingman is probably. <laughs> Disagree. But anyways. Anyway. Um, so first of all, I just wanted to mention, I just did a little bit of fact checking because I blanked on the defensive coordinator for Texas A&M. Um, the other day – we had mentioned DJ Durkin as the Ole Miss defensive coordinator. He has taken the job at a and Oh, okay. Because I, I knew that Elko had moved on. I just couldn't yeah. remember who had replaced him. First of all, good replacement for a and Second of all, um, I, I do see a lot of mismatches, and I have a and winning this one. Um they're going to saw off Varsity's horns in a different sense this time. They do have tusks. Um, but I have, I, I just think that this game presents a lot of matchup nightmares for Arkansas. And I ultimately do have AM winning this game. 
All right. That moves on to Alabama, where I'm going to give them their second loss in a row. I think this is going to be a fun game, a very close game. In Fayetteville, this is the best Arkansas team that's faced Alabama in a while. I think there's a good shot for an upset here. And I know maybe some of you guys might be going for one. I'm not yet. But maybe come October, what, September 28th when we do our preview. Something like for the that, weekend, yeah. we, we may be uh, – I may have a different tone. More frisky. Yeah, as high as I am on the Arkansas Razorbacks, I think I'm going to have to need to see it to kind of validate it. But I said validate. I'm picking this as the one that – well, I shouldn't spoil Alabama's schedule, but I guess I just did. The one loss Alabama's going to have all year uh, – so, spoiler alert, I still talk about every game, but I think that doesn't really surprise too many people that Alabama goes 11-1 and in the regular season. But with that being said, I mean, you're talking about an Arkansas team that first off is going to have the environment behind their back. This is the third team that doesn't match up with them well, though. I think they're going to have to contain that offense. Luckily, I'm not that high on this Alabama offense. I think their wide receiving core is very, very down. I think that the front seven, specifically the linebackers, are going to do a good enough job of run stopping. I think this is a low-scoring kind of old-fashioned affair here. I'm going to go Arkansas with the win here. Are you ready? Are you ready? 17 to 14. I love that game. That low-scoring. I think it would be great, too, because I don't think either offense is going to be bad. I just think it's really, really great to elite defense. I know Alabama's going to be elite. I'm pretty sure Arkansas is going to be on the verge of elite. And then very solid to good offenses that have some cracks in the foundation. So we were talking, you said, Cam, that uh, Durkin's moved on to AM. So I went and looked to see who Ole Miss's defensive coordinator is. And they've got uh, they've got co-defensive coordinators, uh, Maurice Crum, who's also their assistant coach in charge of linebackers, and Chris Partridge, who's their assistant coach over the safeties. So just to make sure we get that uh, clarified and, and correct our error from a couple of days ago. I'm going to go ahead and call it. I feel like a madman today, guys. I think that this is a big game for both of these teams. And you know who's looking ahead? Not this week with Arkansas looking ahead. Alabama. Because, you know, next week Alabama is going to host A&M. And that's going to be a huge game in terms of when you talk about all the, the rivalry that has seemingly emerged in this offseason between Saban and Jimbo Fisher and, oh, by the way, the one team to beat Alabama in the regular season last year was Texas A&M and the wild one at Kyle Field on a, at, at night. It's it's going to be a crazy, crazy game. And I think Alabama just playing gets caught looking ahead. This is – I think there are a couple of teams that have the talent that can match up with Alabama this year. Arkansas is one of them. This is a golden opportunity because of where it comes in the schedule to get the Crimson Tide – especially at home. They nearly got them in Tuscaloosa last year. I feel like a madman. I'm going to call it. Give me the Wu-Pig Suey to win this game. Well, boys, we have our second split. Okay. I I have a, I have Alabama winning this game. Um, though, like all of you guys have said, I imagine it's going to be a great game. I just, like – 
I don't I don't know that Arkansas's there yet. Like you have to be at a different level in order to pull off an upset against um against Alabama and I just well I if Zach Calzada could do though. it last year. Yeah, how do you explain A and M though? I mean that's, it, that's, that's I that's, mean no offense to Arkansas in this statement. A and M has a better coaching staff. Disagree. I mean, first no. off, I'm not sure if I, that's exactly accurate because if you talk about last year, not a huge fan of Mike Elko. They have a better head coach, 100%, or at least more proven to be a better head coach. Yeah, These guys have Kendall Bryles and Barry Odom as their coordinators. Yeah, that's I, an amazing coordinator duo. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that, that you are ever, you are ever not um, – able to pick Alabama against anybody. Yeah. But to yeah. say that it's just it's they're not ready for it. I'm just I, not sure if that's an argument I'll believe in anymore. Yeah. I think the problem last year was AM had, you know, had the injury and they lost like a couple games leading into that Alabama game. And everybody was was le- had left them for that. And, and even even Alabama had, you know, the 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 players I think just didn't believe they were a good enough team. And Calzada got his programming loaded into the back of his, you know, in, into the computer chip that goes into the back of his neck to pull off the upset somehow, some way. And I think that's the bit, that was the biggest thing for the, that yeah. game last year. So, yeah, I, yeah, I just, I, I have Alabama winning. I'll err on the side of caution. No, I mean I don't blame you. I I think you know I I'm going a little bit more ballsy, but there's nothing yeah. wrong with playing it safe. Yeah, that tone wasn't supposed to be like uh, uh Arkansas is 100% going to be winning this game. As yeah. I said, yeah. like I got to see Arkansas, and they need to validate that what I think of them is true. Because yeah. if I have a little bit of an inkling of doubt, I mean I'm talking about a three point game in a defensive showdown. That's what I'm talking about. So you're not wrong to pick Alabama. It's just this Arkansas team is 100% capable of doing that. This it's I I we talked about I think you guys have talked about Uncle Lou. He had a stat that I heard that you know everybody thinks Alabama's always going to go undefeated and they've only done it like twice in the past 5 years or something like that in the regular season. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's it you the statistics do not back up the argument that Alabama always goes undefeated. So if there's going to be a loss, it's this one or it could be at one other spot, uh, in my opinion, at least. on this There's schedule. a lot of spots where Alabama can trip up, though. So yeah. if, yeah, if yeah. they win or if they lose this game, I mean, hell, like a lot of Alabama fans might not know it. This Alabama team's likely going to be one of the best two or three teams in the country, but they could 100% finish with a couple losses. I mean, it's not that unreasonable and unheard of. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough schedule. They get a lot it, of their – the better teams on their schedule are on the road, as a matter yeah. of fact. So it does yeah. it does, it does does play into the hand of, of those who maybe mm-hmm. kind of want to see Alabama fall off, and that's not we'll, – We'll talk about uh, Alabama here in a few we'll weeks. I mean, there. they're, the, yeah. they're the, like the day before, I think, the day yeah, before they're, August they're Friday 26th. before week zero. So three yeah. weeks from tomorrow. And I, and I don't disagree with you guys. Like, I do think that this is the most susceptible Alabama team in 
recent years. Just think about this. Last year was considered a rebuilding year for Alabama, and they were in the national championship game. They only lost one time. They won the SEC. They only lost one time in the regular season. That's that's scary if they considered last year to be a rebuilding year when they had the best player in the country and the player that won the Heisman. No, they're not the same person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Move on. They'll come out of their two-game skid with a win against Mississippi State on the road. Um, now, should they win against Alabama, that would obviously swap because I think they would be coming off of a big win on the road against the Cowbells and Stark Vegas. I don't think they're going to be able to get that one done. Exactly. Should that be the go case? Ahead, go ahead and put but, the L for me in that because that's exactly my argument. It's a big yeah. letdown spot. Yeah. Yeah. I I have them losing this game as well. Um, I think that this will be a very close game. My biggest thing is it's on the road in Stark Vegas, and they're um, going to be coming off of a very emotional game that's going to be a close dogfight type of loss and i i just have mississippi state pulling off this upset yeah i have to uh leave the studio for a second uh here after i make this pick so i i want to rush back in so don't worry it's just my phone is bugging i need to reset my app or safari so anyway um, TMI. <laughs> Mississippi State to me is going to be a very close loss. And BJ, you said it's kind of like a letdown spot. I kind of think that to a certain extent, but I also just think Mississippi State is one of those teams that they're not better than you. But if you're not on your game that day, if you yeah. make some uncharacteristic mistakes, or not even uncharacteristic mistakes, if you're just struggling to move the ball or, yeah. you know, you have a couple of, you know, missed or bad cover plays in the secondary, then you're talking about this Mississippi state team being able to take advantage. I think that I, I think very highly of Mike Leach and I think very highly of this Mississippi state team. Um, so I'm going to give Arkansas the loss. It has yeah. less to do with the hangover though. That is a slight factor for me. Yeah. All right. That's so they go, on the, they go on the road to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. They face BYU. We've talked about this game before already, mm -hmm. so I don't feel the need to go too in-depth, but I have Arkansas winning. As do I. I think Arkansas you know. will bounce back in a big way. In, even in Provo, this could be a late start, but I, I don't think that's really going to matter too much. Yeah. I think it's going to be a close game, though. Um, I, I still do. I think BYU's got the type of team to stay in every game. And, yeah. again, on the road, two time zones away. Well, yeah, it'll be, it'll be there central time. Oh, yeah. Time. yeah. My bad. But anyways, they go on a bye week before they come back. They go on the road to Jordan-Hare Stadium. Any other year, you know, perhaps even if, if Bo Nix was still there, I would be giving Auburn the win. Mm -hmm. But I'm not, and their quarterback just got arrested today, so that's funny. Um, yeah, TJ Finley. Yeah, TJ Finley was arrested. Not Zach Alzada. He's yeah. There's no way that kid's getting arrested for anything. Um, Big. They they boot him down. <laughs> they, they boot him down at night, so he can't go out and get arrested. They, no, they don't. They don't need to. 
They turned no, they turned his monitor off. He, he's put okay. plugged into the wall. Anyways, I'm, I'm uh, I, I got Arkansas winning. I, I just this Auburn team. It's not that they lack the talent. It's just I don't. Well, perhaps they perhaps like a couple spots they lack the talent. But honestly, I just think there's a lot of distractions. The coaching, like, there's a lot. There's a lot going on with Auburn. There's a I just, lot. I don't. I don't trust this team this year. Yeah, I don't trust them either. I think they lack uh, enough talent to pull off this win, and I, I just, I've got Arkansas winning this one too. I don't think Auburn doesn't have the talent to pull this off. My big knock against them was the coaching. Um, I was very critical of this hire to begin with. You guys remember that? Yes. Um, and let me put it like this. Um, my dad and brother are both Boise State fans, and they um, they both were like, I'm not going to miss you when um, – <laughs> when Harson's left. Um, so I I have... They missed his assistant, though. What's up? <laughs> I said they missed the assistant, though. <laughs> Harson does not. I mean, well, I mean, he might. She, she now no he longer does, goes probably. to Auburn. Yeah. She, she's no longer enrolled at Auburn. Mm. Anyways, the more you know. <laughs> Anyways, what do you got, Cam? Who you, you got winning? I, I have I, I have Arkansas winning this game, yeah. Glad I can read your mind. All right, Colin, fill us in. BYU, Auburn, what do you got? All right, so BYU, I'm going to put this loud and clear right out on the table. Winner of this game is going to be in the playoff conversation. This game is a lot bigger of a game than people are giving credit for. There is a very good chance that BYU, even with the tough schedule they have, wins 9 or 10 or 11 games. And frankly, if, in the hypothetical, when you're talking about – You're not sacrificing. Yeah, whatever. At Oregon, against Notre Dame – Versus Arkansas, and I can't remember some versus of the other Bay- games on their schedule. Versus at Baylor, Oregon. yes. They play at Stanford. Yeah. Oregon versus sucks. Stanford kind of sucks. I said Oregon. Yeah. You talk about this tough of a schedule, the potential to have three or four top 25 wins, 11 to 1 BYU is in the conversation. Absolutely. It varies right. upon who else is up there in yeah. that conversation yeah. and, and yeah, conference yeah. championships and stuff, but I agree. Yeah. I and think, again, I I'm think putting it out there too. The BYU team is definitely in the conversation. Yeah. If well, the BYU is 100% making the playoff. Yeah. That's yeah. if they get I think there. So too. But I think, I think I any 12 0 team other than, you know, the Conference USA team goes to the, well, and Mac can go to the playoffs. I don't Sun think I don't think any undefeated Sun Belt. Will it depends on who the Sun Belt team plays out of conference, though. I don't it's even a, think there, if there was an American the team. Scenario, yeah, I could see a Sun Belt team. Okay, but I'm I'm not just bringing up teams just to bring it up. And yeah. again, I, I, I won't spend a whole lot of I won't spend a whole lot of time on BYU. But I don't think I was here for the BYU video because we did a BYU video, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we did. So that's why I'm spending a little bit more time on BYU. 
There is not a single game on BYU schedule that they cannot win. Do I think they can win all all their games? Very, 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 very slight possibility that they can. I'm going to make a prediction video on TikTok, but I have BYU going 10 and 2. You're you're cutting out. The winner. I think the winner of this game, though, is in the playoff conversation. There you go. And then as far as Auburn goes, yeah, I'm giving it a win here. I think this one's going to be a tough game. But if it wasn't right after a bye week getting some rest after that tough stretch, I think then Auburn would have a decent chance because it's not like Auburn's completely untalented and just shit. Like, they're a decent team in the toughest division in college football. So who'd you so, have? Okay, you, had, you went a real long roundabout way to not give me an answer on BYU. I gave you an answer. I said Arkansas. You kind of cut out. Okay, I said I said BYU is going ten and two, but one of those two is Arkansas, and the other one's Notre Dame. So Arkansas will win that game. Okay. Very close. All right. All right. On to Liberty homecoming night in Fayetteville. I'm giving a win. I, Liberty is no longer in the question for me to even even upset a power five team. Not this season. Um, just give me give me Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. they were a disappointment. Mm. <clears throat> they were a disappointment last year. Liberty was Arkansas easy. Yeah, Arkansas easy. It's not going to be the best of times for Liberty. 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 It's going to be the worst of times for Liberty. I I have Arkansas winning, and it's not going to be pretty. Hopefully, Hugh Freeze brings the ladies. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, Anyways, I'm sure he still has his contacts. I'm sure he does. All right, on the LSU, this is going to be a fun game. If this was in Death Valley, I might have a different tune to it, but I don't. I have Arkansas winning. I think they're going to be relatively dominant in this game, honestly. I think they're going to be able to, to, be able to take over pretty quick. You know the crowd's going to be in it. November, Arkansas, a team that is at that time seven and two with three games left. It's it's gonna be rocking in Fayetteville. Give me the win. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the win here too. LSU is a pretty solid team in a lot of ways like Auburn. They're just a solid team in the toughest division. And I think the bigger factor is the fact that LSU is actually like just going to be hitting a gauntlet towards the end of the year, and they're going to get somebody, but I don't think Arkansas is that somebody. I don't either. Not I've got right. Arkansas winning this one as well. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking on the schedule. Usually they play a game in, in Little Rock at War Memorial. I thought this might be the one because War Memorial actually holds more uh, people and I remember they used to play Arkansas LSU. seemed like it was always in Little Rock because yeah. that's a little bit closer to uh, to Baton Rouge for, for the LSU fans that always do come up for that game. But even there's, still – There's going to be one game at least there. Um, I think that they're just I don't think they've of, announced it yet. Yeah, exactly. I, I think there's, it's going to take some time. Interesting, though, a team that has two stadiums and they can pack both of them. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, they, anyway. you, you talk about they're the only Power 5 team in the state of Arkansas, and they basically – I mean, they'll, they'll play every game – it feels like, but one at uh, in Fayetteville, and then usually they'll host that. In fact, you know that Missouri State game might might be the the throwaway game because 
I don't know if they if they, Arkansas really cares as much about playing in, in War Memorial anymore in Little Rock. It's just they, they I think they do, do, didn't they? I thought they played a pretty a pretty solid game last year. I don't remember who it was against. Um it wasn't Texas. I know that was in in Fayetteville, but that could have been War Memorial. It has been. I'm just going to say, though, like people in Arkansas are crazy, whether it's in Little Rock or Fayetteville. I mean, how the fuck do you think we got Hillary? (laughs) She's not from Arkansas. Stop. That's a direction we don't need to go. Shut the hell up. (laughs) Damn. Who do you got? Everybody hates her. I don't care. She's not even from the state. Anyways, I have Arkansas winning this game as well. All right, thank God we can move on. Ole Miss. <laughs> uh, we ain't wow. moving on from Arkansas yet, buddy. No, we can just we can just move on from that previous conversation. Um, anyways, they get Ole Miss at home God. again. Another team where if this was played in Oxford, I would uh, my tone would be changed. But I think that at home, again, raucous crowd. I mean, Fayetteville is going to be packed. I, I don't care what anybody says it Razorback Stadium is going to be full to the brim and once again I think Arkansas is going to take over this game at some point and and pull away and win I I think that this is a very good team and very capable of doing so I'm very confused about this Ole Miss team but one of the things I'm not so am I trust me yeah I'm very just I mean I don't know what to expect from them but got like three different directions I'm still not confident yeah, but the one thing I will tell you is there are two games I'm very confident Ole Miss cannot win. Arkansas is one of them. So I'm going with uh, Arkansas here. I don't really think it's going to be all that close. Revenge from that classic game last year in Hemingway. But Hemingway. I, think it, I think it will be a revenge game for Arkansas. And, I mean, at this point, from what I've got, they still have pretty much, you know, they've got a chance at Atlanta still on the line. They've still got a chance at the playoff on the line. I think they're they're going to be motivated, and I just I don't know what Ole Miss is. I think they're going to be halfway decent on offense, but I don't think their defense is really going to be able to, you know, shut down Arkansas's offense like Arkansas's defense will be able to get stops on their offense. I'm going to give the Razorbacks the win in this one as well. Yeah, I I'm right there with you guys. I have Arkansas winning this one. Um, I would. It wouldn't surprise me if it's a close game if Ole Miss play, plays up to their potential. You falling asleep over there? But <laughs> oh, I'm not. Jesus Christ! You look so fucking tired, dude. I've well, been up since like two a.m. Oh fuck, dude. No, I've just been sitting there. All I see is. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, I, I kind of always do this. Yeah. So. Yeah, but normally, I guess normally you're just you're in a different like spot. Yeah, Spot, yeah you're, sit, say, you're normally to... sitting differently because I think you normally sit on the fucking floor when you do the other or the game. couch. Yeah, so we're not getting a cross shot. So I mean, <laughs> which is which is fine. But it's, right it's now, you're way like, in my old spot. Right, right now you look so tired. Yeah, I also have a much better camera now that can show off. Yo, he's been up since three in the fucking morning. <laughs> All right. Anyways, <laughs> on to the zoo. Uh, on the Zoo, I think BJ's. <laughs> Anyways, I gotta oh win. God. I don't think there's any way Mizzou stays in this game. Give me Arkansas big. Oh, oh man. Yeah, 
You know, I talked about uh, Missouri and how I think there's that one game where Luther Burden's going to be absolutely breaking out. And we talked about that with Kentucky, and I picked that game. But I think by now we're all going to realize that Luther Burden is a legit wide receiver, and he is their wide receiver number one. And, of course, they're going to stick their best corners on him. Uh, Arkansas is going to win big if they do not allow a big rushing day from Missouri. Uh, and even if they do allow a big rushing day, they're still going to win. So, I, I think Arkansas's defense is going to be able to keep Mizzou in check. I think Arkansas can name the score at this point. And, I mean, you, you see what I've got. That is – I mean, I, I'm being bold with, with this schedule. I, I think I'm, I'm probably the boldest on Arkansas this year. Are you now? I think so. I mean, the only yeah, game I have them losing is Mississippi State. He does have 11-1. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. And I have the. I mean, we you have guys go into the fucking SEC championship. What? I do. I didn't want to give that away because we'll talk about the SEC later on. But I mean, if they beat well, Alabama. I mean, that's pretty I, obvious. Yeah. Well, didn't have to be said out loud until we get to SEC preview. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Who's going to go Alabama. undefeated in conference? Mississippi State? State? Come on so now. Hey, hey, I, I, I have the floor. Wait, shut up, Colin. Um, but I have, I have, um, Arkansas <laughs> I have winning this game. <laughs> <laughs> this show gets off the rails too quick, man. Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, look at this. There's a <laughs> disrespect. Your team sucks hey, ass, dude. On. You don't even we love you, Alex, but not this I mean, year. You're, you're not going to be as good as you were last year. I like what I Eli Drinkwitz is building. He said what the disrespect. Alex... Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm Just saying. Just be dude. happy I didn't disrespect him more. Just be happy I said you had a good play. That's what happened. Just be happy I said you fuck, didn't go on tall. Fuck the Army. <laughs> no, I was pretty close. I heard you guys beat in Kentucky. How about you tune in for that? How about you tune yeah. in? With, oh, we How actually we say something in? good. Yeah. Asshole. Gosh darn, he only shows up when we talk shit. It's like he knows. He's got this like. <laughs> He's got this fourth <laughs> sensor in his head or something. The yeah. Missouri's the Missouri <laughs> slander. But yeah, that that wraps up Arkansas. I mean, this was. And honestly, we talked before this, BJ, and you were the one that said it. You're like, man, we're gonna be kind of all over the place. But I think, I think we're, Cam we're had all in the same three. spot. I was gonna say, yeah. I had three I mean, losses. E- even Cam had nine, nine and, three. and three. Colin and I had ten and two, and BJ at eleven and one. And, and even me, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm being bold, but I certainly know that there's games that I'm saying they are gonna that I have them winning that they will either could or more than yeah. likely will lose. I mean. I just thought that I'd be a little bit more ballsy because I'm very high on this Arkansas team, and I, th- I like their potential for this year. I'm just going to say they could go 6-6, six and 7-5 six, and five if we get a full Iowa State type of thing because you guys were talking about the hype that they could get. But 100%, mm-hmm. they're capable, just like I talked about with BYU, they're capable of winning every single game that is on their schedule as far as a game-to-game case goes. It is very, very unlikely, but whenever that's the case, there's always that chance, whether it's slim or not. There is always that chance that they go undefeated. And, yeah, I think 11-1 is definitely possible for them. But, guys, a little bit of a secret for you guys that haven't looked at my rankings in the in the 
postseason what my predictions are, I think a two-loss team is going to make the playoff, which means Arkansas, not spoiling mm-hmm. my playoff picks, Arkansas is in the mix. And I've heard it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, definitely do not have a two-loss team in the playoffs. I don't have enough two-loss. I, I don't have – I don't have a two-loss team in my okay. playoff either. I'm just going to say this, though, about that in 30 seconds, right? Everybody who keeps telling me that it hasn't happened before, it's like you guys forget that the playoff has been so little as far as the data point goes, and we had it happen one time in the BCF. But do you know how close we were? You're talking about one bounce of a ball away from a two-loss team making the playoff. I mean, if what if Auburn would have beat Alabama last year? Two loss Baylor was likely going to make it. Or one loss Notre Dame, but ugh, I don't yeah, even like the that. Was of disgusting. That. Well, we were close in 2017. If Auburn had beaten Georgia in the SEC championship game, they would have had a loss to Clemson and a loss to LSU, and they would have been in because they were number two in that SEC title game. But then Georgia yeah. got their revenge. And, and, and people and, and, forget about that all the time. They were number two in the country as a two-loss team. So yeah, I'm not saying that. Two number one teams. I'm not saying at all. Just like uh, for some reason I got to preface this with people because people think I am saying what I'm not saying. I'm not saying you are stupid if you don't have a two-loss team in the playoff. I'm yeah. just saying quit coming after my throat when I put a two-loss team in saying that this is going to be the first year. How many times do we have a first year or something? We have a first year of two teams from one conference. We have the first year from, you know, basically two teams that played each other twice. I was going to say the same division but with Notre Dame and Clemson, but they didn't have divisions. But they played each other twice. There was potential for that third game, which is a first, right? Yeah. yeah. Talking about the first group of five last year, the first two loss can happen and i believe it will happen at some point yeah i i think it's gonna take the i don't think it's gonna happen in the four-team era that's just my thought and and i mean we but it could we could be proven wrong yeah very well could happen and i wouldn't be shocked if it did um i mean we had just a couple years ago the first non-division winner make it so Uh, that was in what 2016 2016 yeah 2016 was the first non-division winner, and we that had was, quite a few. Yeah, so that was then. year year three, and then we had Alabama the following year. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm curious. I, I like this Arkansas team. I, obviously, I think they're going to be really good. Um, this is just one of those fun teams that you're just going to really want to keep your eye on the whole season. So. Yeah. With all that being said, we come back tomorrow. We got Houston on the schedule tomorrow. Um, That'll be, That'll 6 be PM Eastern time. NC State on Saturday at noon. I can't wait to talk about them right in my neck of the woods anymore. Obviously, we talk about me being a Michigan fan, being from Ohio, but living in North Carolina now. I, I tried. I wanted to go to NC State Clemson last year. Maybe I'll find a chance to go to a game this year. But uh will be on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we will have the Mountain West preview show. So... That rounds out the rest of the weekend. We'll see you tomorrow with more here at Loudmont College Football. Bye.
I hit the wrong button. Yeah, you laughed instead of 